Yo, what is going on, baby? Nathan Kennedy, TNMP, episode 48. One of the greatest things you can do with your finances is hoping you guys are having a fantastic weekend. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, I would really, really appreciate it if you left a review. It could be five stars, one star, whatever. I don't care. I just want to hear back from you guys. Quick shout out to Old Sport, which is my uh, audio engineer, Christian. If you ever hear me say Old Sport, uh, that's who I'm referring to. And today, what I want to talk about is, well, you know what? Let's just jump in real quick and we'll talk about it. Okay, I'm done clickbaiting you guys. Automation of your finances is one of the greatest things you can do with your money. So when you hear of automation, you probably think of Elon Musk or self-driving cars, but all it really means is making a process automatic. And I want you guys, every single one of you, to go and automate your finances in every which way you can. Let's talk about why automating your finances is in your best interest, and then we will chat about how you can actually go ahead and do that. So why should you automate your finances? Well, let me start with this. As I was preparing for this episode, I thought about my automation process. Now, I've pretty well fully automated everything in my financial life. So what does that mean? Well, my employer directly deposits my paycheck in my bank account, but first they deduct money from my company pension and retirement account with the company, which we'll talk about in a sec. Then my outside investing accounts and savings accounts also have automatic withdrawals that pull some more money. And then all my bills are pulled automatically as well at various points in the month. Every bill but one. And, and what's so what's the one bill that hasn't been automated until recently? It's my phone bill. My phone company, God bless them, they've been good to me, but there have been several instances where they have overcharged me and I've had to call in to rectify it. This has been very annoying and it's the only bill I'm ashamed to say I don't have a really good record with as there's been one or two times where I was like a day late because it wasn't automated. That literally can't happen if you set up automatic payments as long as the money's in the account. Now, it didn't really affect my credit at all, but man, I was so pissed at myself when it did happen. However, I have since got automatic data stoppages and other overage fee blocks and all this kind of stuff uh, for overage charges to not even be possible to begin with. And so I've recently set up automatic payments. So everything is fully automated and I hope they don't overcharge me regardless. So why the hell am I sharing all that? Well, it's to highlight that it's so much easier and it makes your life so much more effective and efficient if everything is automatic so that those systems can one, effortlessly save and invest for you in the future, two, set yourself up for a perfect credit score because all your bills will literally always be paid on time and in full, and three, you don't even have to think about money, it just handles itself and you monitor it. This is the best way to set up your money as everything just takes care of itself and all you have is leftover money for some variable expenses and the rest is guilt-free spending. It's a wonderful way to feel better about your money without putting in extra effort. So next, let's talk about the step-by-step plan you can do to fully automate your money. So let's start at the very first point of automation. This is before the money is in your account and is with your employer. So firstly, 
If you haven't been reviewing your pay stubs, you need to start doing that to ensure the correct amount has been automatically deposited in your account. Next, if your employer offers a sponsored retirement plan, you need to look into this. This is when a company sets up a registered retirement plan that provides you with a source of income during your retirement. Under these plans, you and your employer, or just your employer in some cases, regularly contribute money to the plan. When you retire, you'll receive income from that plan. Usually it is going to be a registered pension plan or an RPP, an RRSP, which is a registered retirement savings plan, or a 401k if you're American and you're listening to this. Now, I did a more detailed episode on RRSPs in episode 27, so if you don't even know what that is, go ahead and check out episode 27. Now, these are investment accounts that oftentimes your employer will offer a match to your contribution for that account. So what does that mean? If the company says they will match up to 5% of your salary, and let's say it's you know 5% of your paycheck is 50 bucks, they will deduct 50 bucks, put it in an investment account, and then match that with an additional 50 from the company, effectively leaving you with $100 in your account before the fund has even had a chance to grow. That's an instant 100% return on your money, plus the compound interest of the investment you selected. Although many will agree that saving for retirement is an excellent financial move, a significant number of employees still do not participate in their employer-sponsored retirement plans, which drives me absolutely insane. The lack of participation can be a result of having insufficient income to make retirement contributions, but more often than not, it's because people don't really know the benefits or the rules around these plans, and it just seems overwhelming, and the companies don't really do a good enough job of educating their employees. Not to call out every company in America and Canada, but it's just a fact. But the good news is we are chatting about it so you know and you can tell every last person that you know. So if you have a sponsored plan, take advantage of that shit. I currently have two retirement accounts my company provides and I am taking full advantage of those benefits. If you don't have these accounts, that's totally okay. Now you know to check in with them for future jobs and you know have a great understanding of how valuable they are. So that's step one, max out your retirement accounts for free money before you've even got the money. Next, if you don't already have one, create a standard cash cushion in your checking account so that this automation machine doesn't actually hurt you from insufficient funds. I'd say anywhere from 500 to 1,000 bucks is a good idea, but you could do a little bit more if you'd like. Now, this is not an emergency fund for you know rainy days and things like that. This is just a minimum balance that should always be there so that your account can never go in you know into the negative uh, due to a lack of cash. Next, pay yourself first. Well, technically, you've already paid yourself first if you've got money deducted from your employer, but you should pay yourself some more. Now, I have a lot of episodes dedicated to investing on this podcast, so give a scroll through and listen in on anyone you'd like just to get more of a grasp on investing itself. But paying yourself, all that really means is automatically setting up deductions for your investments and or savings. Almost all banks and investment brokerages have automatic functions where you can set up deductions from your main account to go into your savings, which should be a separate account, as well as your investment accounts. So make sure to check in with the specific platform you are using to establish the logistics of the withdrawals. Now, how much you choose to save depends on your goals. Try to make this portion at least 20% of your take-home pay, then grow it from there. 
Now, if that sounds like a lot, that's again, totally cool. Uh, start smaller and work your way up. Just pay yourself first. Next, automate your debt repayments. This can be your student loans, mortgage, really any lower interest that you need to pay off. Whatever particular debt you are trying to pay off goes here. Select the amount you wish to pay and go from there. Now, some of you would say you shouldn't start investing until you pay off all of your debt. To that, I say kind of. If it's high interest debt, like credit card debt or personal loans, like yeah, you should probably just put every penny you can before you think about investing. Typically from the ground up, the order should be establish a very small emergency fund, about a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks, pay off high interest debt, like credit card debt, you know, debt that's like 20% or something crazy. Like you'd have to have a killer investment to offset that. So you're much better off to just pay that down. Build up your emergency fund some more so you've got some more cash just in case. Then I would suggest investing while paying off lower interest debt like student loans, mortgages, etc. So really, again, this is up to your circumstances, but I think you should start investing at least a little bit once your high interest debt is paid off. Next, automate literally every single bill you have. Even with my example of my provider overcharging me, I wouldn't recommend the cumbersome work of manually paying it. It's such a pain in the ass. It's a very particular example that doesn't even exist anymore because it's already, you know, I'm after fixing that. Just like your paycheck, however, be sure to always overview your bills to make sure the right amount is being deducted. Okay, so now that you've automated all of the super important stuff, you'll still have some variable expenses in here like food, gas, hair care, etc. A quick note here, if you work out that you don't have enough money left for this stuff, then go back and rework the numbers to fix that because, you know, you still need to live and, and not only live, but you still need to enjoy yourself along the way. So assuming a surplus, here is where you flesh out where you'd like to allocate everything. Now, some people don't even do that. They just automate literally everything they can and spend whatever's left over and oftentimes find that there's enough guilt-free money left over so that they can just spend freely on whatever they need. For me, I like to have at least some parameters around the different buckets in my variable expenses. But again, that's up to you and your preference and what you find works over time. The last portion of automating your finances I want to note here is that you should periodically look to adjust the amounts that are being deducted for your investments, debt payments, etc. based on your goals. You should be always keeping an eye on it and not staying stagnant. Ideally, you want to be increasing your investment contributions. And if you'd like to pay your debt quicker, consider that as well. I suggest reviewing it at least monthly as a gut check to keep in line with your goals. The key to a sustainable financial plan is strategic systemization of it. By making everything literally automatic, it makes life way fucking easier, your finances much more effective, and hopefully making you way more fucking rich. <laughs> Okay, my friends, that is all I have for you this week. Really quick, let's just summarize what we talked about today. Number one, automate every last possible thing you can. This will make your life a hell of a lot more simple, efficient, and effective. Number two, make sure you opt in for your employer-sponsored plan if possible. Number three, pay yourself first through automatic payments to savings and investments before anybody else gets your hard-earned cash. Number four, automate all your bills next, then allocate the remaining money and spend the money guilt-free. And number five, be sure to check in on your automatic payments and adjust as necessary periodically. Shout out to Old Sport with the audios. Motherfuckers got me sound like Drake in this bitch, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
Metro Boomer. I don't even know, man. This guy's good at what he does. So shout out to him. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in to another episode. I can't thank you enough. Look out for next week's interview. But for now, I'm out this mother. Peace.